Hi. 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 Welcome back to the Barefoot Office. I'm so very glad that you're here. Mm. I've got an NIV that was given to me at Christmas two years ago, open in front of me to read the reading from Judges. That's the Old Testament reading for today. I thought and I thought and really I just, the Gospel of John, these long sermons and philosophical statements and things I just paying attention to myself as a lover of story and wanting to find God in my own story in my own life and get out of my head and into my body so maybe I'll go back and forth between judges and acts I don't know but it felt right not to do John and perhaps to spend some time in the Old Testament for a while. So, that's what I'm doing. We'll read this passage three times and reflect on it with a different question each time. First, by just letting our attention enter slowly into this reading with noticing what word or phrase sticks out to us. That same night, the Lord said to Gideon, Take the second bull from your father's herd, the one seven years old. Tear down your father's altar to Baal and cut down the Asherah pole beside it. Then build a proper kind of altar to the Lord your God on top of this height. Using the wood of the Asherah pole that you cut down, offer the second bull as a burnt offering. So Gideon took ten of his servants and did as the Lord told him. But because he was afraid of his family and the townspeople, he did it at night rather than in the daytime. In the morning, when the people of the town got up, there was Baal's altar demolished, with the Asherah pole cut down beside it, and the second bull sacrificed on the newly built altar. They asked each other, who did this? When they carefully investigated, they were told, Gideon, son of Joash, did it. The people of the town demanded of Joash, Bring out your son. He must die, because he has broken down Baal's altar and cut down the Asherah pole beside it. But Joash replied to the hostile crowd around him, Are you going to plead Baal's cause? Are you trying to save him? Whoever fights for him shall be put to death by morning. If Baal really is a god, he can defend himself when someone breaks down his altar. So because Gideon broke down Baal's altar, they gave him the name Jerubbaal that day, saying, Let Baal contend with him. Now all the Midianites, Amalekites, and other eastern peoples joined forces and crossed over the Jordan and camped in the valley of Jezreel. Then the Spirit of the Lord came on Gideon, and he blew a trumpet, summoning the Abiezrites to follow him. He sent messengers throughout Manasseh, calling them to arms, and also into Asher, Zebulun, and Naphtali, so they too went up to meet them. 
Gideon said to God, If you will save Israel by my hand as you have promised, look, I will place a wool fleece on the threshing floor. If there is dew only on the fleece and all around the ground is dry, then I will know that you will save Israel by my hand, as you said. And that is what happened. Gideon rose early the next day. He squeezed the fleece and wrung out the dew, a bowl full of water. Then Gideon said to God, Do not be angry with me. Let me make just one more request. Allow me one more test with the fleece, but this time make the fleece dry and let the ground be covered with dew. That night God did so. Only the fleece was dry. All the ground was covered with dew. What word or phrase sticks out to you in this passage? For me, it was a proper kind of altar. And if Baal really is a god, he can defend himself when someone breaks down his altar. The second time, as we read, where do you see God in this passage? That same night, the Lord said to him, Take the second bull from your father's herd, the one seven years old. Tear down your father's altar to Baal and cut down the Asherah pole beside it. Then build a proper kind of altar to the Lord your God on top of this height. Using the wood of the Asherah pole that you cut down, offer the second bull as a burnt offering. So Gideon took ten of his servants and did as the Lord told him. But because he was afraid of his family and the townspeople, he did it at night rather than in the daytime. In the morning, when the people of the town got up, there was Baal's altar demolished, with the Asherah pole cut down beside it, and the second bull sacrificed on the newly built altar. They asked each other, who did this? When they carefully investigated, they were told, Gideon, son of Joash, did it. The people of the town demanded of Joash, bring out your son. He must die because he has broken down Baal's altar and cut down the Asherah pole beside it. But Joash replied to the hostile crowd around him, are you going to plead Baal's cause? Are you trying to save him? Whoever fights for him shall be put to death by morning. If Baal really is a god, he can defend himself when someone breaks down his altar. So because Gideon broke down Baal's altar, they gave him the name Jerub Baal that day, saying, Let Baal contend with him. Now all the Midianites, Amalekites, and other eastern peoples joined forces and crossed over the Jordan and camped in the valley of Jezreel. Then the Spirit of the Lord came on Gideon, and he blew a trumpet, summoning the Abiezrites to follow him. He sent messengers through Manasseh, calling them to arms and also into Asher, Zebulun, and Naphtali, so that they too went up to meet them. Gideon said to God, If you will save Israel by my hand, as you have promised, look, I will place a wool fleece on the threshing floor. If there is dew only on the fleece and all the ground is dry, then I will know that you will save Israel by my hand, as you said. And that is what happened. Gideon rose early the next day. He squeezed the fleece and wrung out the dew, a bowl full of water. Then Gideon said to God, Do not be angry with me. Let me make just one more request. 
Allow me one more test with the fleece, but this time make the fleece dry and let the ground be covered with dew. That night God did so. Only the fleece was dry. All the ground was covered with dew. Where do you see God in this passage? For me, my thinker got going with Joash, Gideon's father, who, despite having or being a part of this community with the altar to Baal and the Asherah pole, when the people come to him and are outraged and incensed that he violated their community standards, he says, nah, what you going to do about it? And I wonder, I wonder where or when I have the strength to do that and not to make my son conform to expectations. In adult children of alcoholics, I'm working desperately hard on being willing to call someone when I feel like controlling someone else as part of step three, giving up control to my higher power, letting other people control themselves. It's different when it's a child. Gideon's hardly a child, but... Joash says, if Baal wants to deal with him, then Baal will. We don't need to do it. And I thought of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And I thought, would that they had thought of judges and of this passage and of Joash when it came time to confront Jesus If Jesus is guilty of blasphemy and we have a law that says he should be put to death, then shouldn't we let God put him to death if God will? Why do we need to take it into our hands to do God's work, to do God's will, to mete out God's punishment, to enact God's judgment? Joash, it seems to me, takes the wiser course whether it be pragmatism or whether it be protection for his child or whether it simply be grace. It's not my place to be God's judgment over how other people act or behave in the world. It's not my place. God will deal with them. Unless, of course, God calls me and tells me specifically to do something, but in my experience, those moments are few and far between, if ever. Something to think about. This third time, what can you imagine yourself doing or being because you have read these words? 
What might God be calling you to do or to be in this passage? That same night, the Lord said to Gideon, Take the second bull from your father's herd, the one seven years old. Tear down your father's altar to Baal and cut down the Asherah pole beside it. Then build a proper kind of altar to the Lord your God on the top of this height. Using the wood of the Asherah pole that you cut down, offer the second bull as a burnt offering. So Gideon took ten of his servants and did as the Lord told him. But because he was afraid of his family and the townspeople, he did it at night rather than in the daytime. In the morning, when the people of the town got up, there was Baal's altar demolished, with the Asherah pole beside it cut down and the second bull sacrificed on the newly built altar. They asked each other, who did this? When they carefully investigated, they were told, Gideon, son of Joash, did it. The people of the town demanded of Joash, bring out your son. He must die because he has broken down Baal's altar and cut down the Asherah pole beside it. But Joash replied to the hostile crowd around him, Are you going to plead Baal's cause? Are you trying to save him? Whoever fights for him shall be put to death by morning. If Baal really is a god, he can defend himself when someone breaks down his altar. So because Gideon broke down Baal's altar, they gave him the name Jerubbaal that day, saying, Let Baal contend with him. Now all the Midianites, Amalekites, and other eastern peoples joined forces and crossed over the Jordan and camped in the valley of Jezreel. Then the Spirit of the Lord came on Gideon, and he blew a trumpet, summoning the Abiezrites to follow him. He sent messengers through Manasseh, calling them to arms, and also into Asher, Zebulun, and Naphtali, so that they too went up to meet them. Gideon said to God, If you will save Israel by my hand, as you have promised, look, I will place a wool fleece on the threshing floor. If there is dew only on the fleece and all the ground is dry, then I will know that you will save Israel by my hand, as you said. And that is what happened. Gideon rose early the next day. He squeezed the fleece and wrung out the dew, a bowl full of water. Then Gideon said to God, Do not be angry with me. Let me make just one more request. Allow me one more test with the fleece, but this time make that fleece dry and let the ground be covered with dew. That night God did so. Only the fleece was dry. All the ground was covered with dew. What can you imagine yourself doing or being? What might God be calling you to do or to be in this passage? Reflecting as I did on Joash and his pragmatic grace, we'll call it, in not handing Gideon over to the people, I was reminded the third time as we read that Gideon broke down the altar at night because he was afraid of his family and the townspeople. His fear of the townspeople, it turns out, is quite justified, and we don't know exactly what his father would have done, but don't you wonder what would have come if Gideon had done it during the daylight? Might his father have helped? Might he have needed to give some accounting for what he was doing? Might he have 
been given grace like Moses or Aaron to talk to the people and convince them of what they were doing, might the work of God have happened that much faster had he not been afraid? Just something I wonder within the text as it happens. I wonder what would happen if I moved publicly, if I were unafraid of fear, if I did what I felt my reflections or my instincts or my personal, my alone time, what I wanted to do in my inmost parts, if I did that without fear, what would be different? And yet, I just try to avoid moving whatsoever to avoid being seen or avoid being noticed. And the people are angry all the same. I wonder who it is that keeps me from feeling, from bearing the brunt of that anger. And I don't know exactly. But it's something to consider. And that tonight can be enough. Let your continual mercy, O Lord, cleanse and defend your church. And, because it cannot continue in safety without your help, protect and govern it always by your goodness. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Hope and joy be yours, for you have within you and you are the light of God, the light of the world, always.